What up, y'all? It's hump day. If you got lucky and you got somebody to hump on today, good for you. I ain't that blessed. Not today. But, um, I ain't got the problems that come with that hump, no. <laughs> Welcome to She Gets It. What's good? I hope this week, the first two days, been doing good. Yes, I don't count Sunday as the beginning of my week. I think that's dumb. Monday's the beginning, okay? Um, I wanted to talk about how anger blurs your vision because I think a lot of people out here are stalling and basically circling a uh, plate of shit, knowing that they don't want to eat it, knowing that they don't want it, uh, knowing that they don't want they don't want to be in front of it, but they know if they do anything else, that means they have to do work. So a lot of times people wake up angry, people drive to work angry, people drive to the store angry, um, people parent angry, uh, people take care of other people in service angry, and that shit just bounces off of that person to the next person to the next person, and it's like a domino effect. And when it comes to people who have goals for themselves and plans to do great things, if you can't get your anger in check, none of those great things are going to happen. And I'm not talking to you about anger from a place of not knowing. Like I've, I'm a very joyful person and people assume that I'm, sometimes happy all the time and that's not true and growing up and um being the youngest and being the only girl and having like no structure in the house and there's nobody to discipline anybody it was war every day so a lot of anger and not being able to communicate properly without being physical was a normal thing for me I'm not saying it was right. It was just a normal thing how I grew up. And um, to get into like my teen years and having to deal with people and I would see that they didn't communicate like that and they actually sat and talked through their shit, that was weird for me, right? And um, people who would claim that they owe my family got issues or we got problems or, um, you know, this relationship is just not good because we do this. I'm just like, oh, I thought that was normal. (laughs) So um, I want to talk about it because I know there's a lot of people out here struggling with anger and that's blocking their vision on where they see themselves, um, how they think about themselves and what they uh, could possibly have as far as opportunity. But if you're always angry and you don't know where to put that anger physically, mentally, emotionally, you're going to explode and you're going to ruin your own opportunity and your own season. So that's what I'm talking about. It's about to get real because if it ain't real, what y'all came here for? I'm not talking about celebrities. I'm not talking about, um, you know, the latest gossip. I'm not talking about no motherfucking uh, vaccine. I'm talking about real shit 
that everybody needs to work on if that is a concern for you. And this is a discussion between me and you. This isn't no um, group discussion. This isn't no, oh, somebody's making me listen to you. Could take You could turn this off. If you're listening on the phone, you can turn this off. If you're on your computer, you can X out of the screen at the corner at the right. If you are in a room and somebody's listening to this, you can walk out. But if you have things that you want to do and you know deep inside you're dealing with some anger and nobody today has purposely done something to you on why you're angry, have a seat. Have a seat. Let's talk. She gets it. All right. So, like I was saying, the way that I grew up, I just felt like being physical with people um, to get your point across was a normal thing. Right? Uh, Fighting and breaking shit was like a normal thing in my house. I'm not saying it was right. That was like a normal thing. So, anger-wise, growing up, I was more angry because... I wanted my mother to parent differently and she didn't, she wasn't the parent that I needed as far as discipline. And I needed that. Um, I grew up with both my parents up until I was eight. And then after I was eight, I primarily lived with my mom. My mom is one of 13. Um, Both of my parents are Jamaican. My mom is one of 13. And out of the 13, she's the only parent that does not believe in discipline. And when I say discipline, meaning like you have limitations, you set boundaries. Um, if someone needs to be punished, they are punished a certain way or that ass is whooped. She didn't do none of that. Okay. And I'm not saying that we just walked around the house and disrespected her. We didn't. But at the same time, Things that would go on in my aunt's house was not happening in my house. Things that would go on in um, her friends' homes with their kids wasn't going on in my house. And I felt like if I grew up and I had a parent that disciplined me and gave me boundaries in my teen years and in my 20s, maybe I would be more focused. Maybe... um, I would try more things and be more outgoing. Maybe it would be easier for me to discipline myself financially because over time I've learned that that's what pays off. But I didn't have that, so I had to teach myself. So I would say from 10 years old and up, I was my disciplinarian. Mentally emotionally and physically and to carry that as a child and you can't fully be a child but you have like a sense in your mind that you have to protect yourself all the time it made me angry while the world was looking at me like oh she's cool she's happy um she's very simple she's just into her thing it made me very like anti people because when people did stupid shit I wanted to fight (laughs) so um so fast forward a lot of things happened in my childhood that shouldn't have happened a lot of uh things that I saw that adults did 
um, I shouldn't have seen. So that made me, um, I feel like that stole my childlike mind and that stole my um, space to discover shit or want to discover shit or just be a kid. So um, I was mad at that. Um, I was still mad that um, I couldn't make my mom be the parent I wanted her to be because she's going to be who she is. Um, today, I'm not mad at my mom at all. I mean, I accept her for who she is, but I know what I needed as a child. She just, that was not her. And that's what I, and I needed that. And so me, fast forward, having my own kids, um, I believe in discipline. I set boundaries. You can't just do what you want to do in my house. There's no fighting in here. I don't allow my kids to fight. I don't fight uh, anybody as a grown woman. I don't even argue back and forth with another adult in front of my kids. I don't, I, I'm not doing that. That's wasted energy. But I didn't get here overnight. Like I had to take myself to therapy. I want to say like two and a half years ago, three years ago. My therapist retired early this year. So I don't go to her anymore. But when I did, I did appreciate just having the space to be honest and having an unbiased opinion about my upbringing. Because a lot of times having a mom that everybody wants as a mom, because she's very outgoing and loving and caring and nurturing and my my house was always like the kid house on the block it's hard to tell people that hey I needed this as a child and my mom wasn't this they would look at me like I'm crazy like what are you talking about your mom is cool your mom does this your mom is fun she is but again my mom did not parent give me the parenting that I needed as a child period and so I always felt like I couldn't talk to people about what my issues were and why I'm carrying anger and why the slightest thing that people would try to do with me growing up and in my 20s, as far as like talking to me about doing something better or correcting me on things, it would make my blood boil. And that's, that's the thing, like, if you don't if you don't discipline your child and give your child boundaries now that while they're children and they don't get that and they go into preteen and they don't get that and they go into um becoming teenagers and they don't get that you cannot expect that 18 year old or that 20 something year old to go to a workplace and get correction and be okay with it uh like it's a first like what do you mean I could do it better? Like, you telling me that you telling me that I ain't shit, but nobody's telling you that you're not shit. You're t- interpreting it as I'm telling you you're not shit because I'm telling you what you can do better, what you can improve. And so it took a lot of that, and I was carrying that around. And as a parent, what made me go to therapy is I felt the anger in me bubbling over and then I kept catching myself 
giving that energy to my kids. And kids kids that, one, did not ask to be here, do not deserve it. Uh, kids that didn't do anything to you and make you and made you angry do not deserve your anger. So if you're angry at something else, the way that you talk to your kids or the energy that you give your kids shouldn't be like very uh, aggressive or hostile. And I kept catching myself doing, and I didn't like it. So I took myself to therapy, and we started just talking about all types of things, all types of relationships. Um, you know, thoughts, uh, needs, all of that, right? Started doing the motherfucking work. Did the work, pinpointed the issue. Um, constantly on a daily fixing the issue. And now let me tell you another thing. Things that happen with you as a child will shape how you deal with people as an adult. I'm 34 years old and the things that have happened to me when I was five seven, nine, 13, uh, 15, 17. I, I deal with today. I, I pick people how I dealt with them back then. I dismiss people how uh, my experience was with a person back then. I don't allow my kids to do a lot of things because I remember back when I was their age, what experiences I had back then. So when you have anger and you could feel that shit inside you and you know the person in front of you or the person beside you or the person in your relationship didn't do anything deliberately to you to make you feel that. It's your job and your responsibility to go take care of that. There's no longer blaming your mom. There's no longer blaming your dad. There's no money, no longer blaming your old relationship. There's no longer blaming uh, someone who made you a, vi- a victim of X, Y, and Z. You got to take care of that. Because if you want to keep good people around you, if you want to keep people that actually care about you and give a fuck, You're going to have to do your work so you can treat them how they should be treated. Because they'll treat you with the utmost. But if you you struggling with people problems because you dealt with some shit. Then it's you. You got to figure out how you work through that. Like there's too much. uh, Too much of many. Sorry, a Jamaican thing. Mm struggling still still there's too many resources um available for us to seek help the internet um your work site you know a lot of if your job is a fortune 500 company you can go on their website and go online at work and figure out if your job pays for therapy sessions And a lot of time, your therapy session, if you have high-ass insurance that you're paying for, is covered under your insurance. A lot of people don't utilize their insurance. And I'm not saying therapy is going to fix it. Therapy doesn't fix shit if you don't do the work. Therapy is not going to help you be a better person if you have something you're dealing with, if you don't want to open up to deal with that shit. It is not a a band-aid. It is not a, a quick fix. It's- 
What is Red Circle? Red Circle is that place you need to be if you're podcasting. They got free promotion that you can do with other podcasters that also use Red Circle. They have ad placement. They find the dead space within your show to put the ads. And they let you go ahead and monetize your show easier. They give you the best analytics. You can find out who's listening, what they're listening from, who are your top platforms that people like to listen from so you can focus in on that. They tell you the demographics, what city, what country, what town they're in. They tell you how many people download it on a weekly basis, and it's free. They don't tell you how many shows you can do uh, per month. They don't get rid of your old shows unless you want to get rid of it. You have support on there that you can text throughout the day and it's very easy to use you can edit your shows on there you can uh, take away you can add in you can schedule shows and that's what I use for all of my podcasts not just she gets it so if you're looking for a better platform to get on that's free so you can go ahead and focus in on cost wise but you need to focus in on why aren't you on Red Circle? It's a web-based platform. Get on Red Circle today. Now back to the show. It is not putting up drywall to cover a big hole in the wall. It's not that. It's constant work. But it's someone listening to the issue, providing you options for resources to fix it, and telling you this is the process on what you need to do to get through to the other side where you have a solution. And then over time, you remember what those things are. And then you start to do it yourself. So when people think therapy, oh, I'm not going to no shrink. Ain't nobody about to diagnose. It's not that. Unless you have some psychological issues and you need meds. Okay? And some some people out here do. Okay? That is a reality. But if it's not that, then don't worry about it. And when you go to a therapist, nobody's saying, like, you have to go to a therapist for the rest of your life. You probably don't. You probably need, like, three months. You probably need, like, six months. Some people do a year. Some people, it is a constant thing, right? There's nothing wrong with needing a guide for tools to help you deal with your shit. And for those of you who don't believe in therapy, but you know, like... Some, something you're dealing with today that's anger, anger-fied and, and, and gives you a lot of aggression with people you need to deal with before you explode on somebody in public or on an airplane or at work or somebody that you really care about like your spouse or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your kids. Fix that shit. Like, you can't walk around with anger and someone knows that you do good work, um, you're focused, but your behavior and your attitude, I don't know if you could work with us on this project. Like, that's the worst thing to hear is like, everything's great except your attitude and your anger and the way that you talk to people. Mind you, that has never been my issue because I do a good job of burying that shit. Um, but a lot of the times w- why I choose to be by myself and why I choose to um, work by myself is because I'm very short with people. Especially if they don't have my worth, my work ethic. Especially if they procrastinate. 
especially if they're okay with wasting people's time and showing up late. Like, I don't want nothing to do with it. I'm good. Especially if I have to repeat myself. Like, mm-mm. Nobody's going to take me to that level of being pissed off because somebody doesn't want to show up 100%. And again, I know myself to the point where I know some days I get on my nerves. I know some days I get in my way. And I know that's not fair for me to be like, hey, I want to be in a relationship and have those days and not be able to explain to a person who didn't do anything to cause that what's happening. So that's why it's very important to spend time with yourself, to get to know yourself so you can be better for whoever else comes along in your future because everybody's different. You got to learn how to deal with this person over that person and you got to be open to it. And a lot of people don't be open to um, learning a better way or being better or explaining themselves to people. Everybody's okay with talking about their pros when they meet people, but a lot of people ain't trying to lay them cons on the table. Okay, and I know what my cons are. I know what my cons are. I know I have like a few days or a week where I'm like, hey, just to give you a heads up, I'm having a shitty week. I'm in a shitty mood. I don't want to be around people. So if you don't hear from me, ain't nothing wrong. That's just what it is. And now the people who know me the best, they be like, okay. Is there anything I could do to help? No. Okay. But my thing is like, how the fuck do you do that in a marriage? How do you do that? Um, well, that's not going to be my problem. But if you're cohabitating with an with a spouse or a opposite sex, how do you do that? And until I could figure out how to do that or how that would work for me, I don't need to be in no relationship. It's, it's not it's not right. It's not fair. It's not safe. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't think too many people think that far ahead, but I, I always think about that randomly. And even with my kids, a lot of times I feel guilty for being in those moods because I can't turn on and off when I want a parent. I'm a parent every day. I wake up, I go to sleep parenting. You know what I'm saying? Um, it gets very exhausting. And when it comes to opportunities, I would, I can honestly say that I, I've never, I've never gotten my, into my way over an opportunity when it comes to working or doing something great because of my anger. But if I didn't go seek the help that I got, it could have got there. It could have got there. Mm-hmm. It could have got there. Like, there's several jobs that I had in my 20s that I just, like, calmly walked to the back, got my things, walked to, like, the computer, logged out. <laughs> Manager looked at me like, what What are you doing? You're not, you're not on break. Uh, put my badge on the table and walked out. Like, you either going to accept this or you're going to get these hands. And I, when I feel myself doing that, oh, me me calmly leaving, oh, that's good for you. That's good for you because the opposite side of that wouldn't it be good for you. You know what I'm saying? And, and for me, 
I got to check that when I'm driving. I got to check that when I'm in the store. I got to check that when somebody's being rude around me or being angry. And people who have friends that are quick to jump out of pocket and be ignorant in front of other people in public, you got to check yourself and be like, hey, I can't deal with you on that level because I don't condone that. And I don't ever want to be in a space for something to ricochet and get me caught up. And that's self-responsibility. That's not somebody has to make sure you don't. That's not somebody has to have your back. That's you got to have your back. So you can have your front, um, your memories, your future, (laughs) all of that, you know? So don't let anger blur your vision. Don't let anger have you stuck. Don't let anger um, prevent you from living the life that you actually want for yourself. And don't let anger be like the last say in your relationships that you have with people. And that's professionally, uh, emotionally, sexually, uh, shit, with your children. There's a lot of angry dads and angry moms that have yet to bloom a great relationship with their kids because they can't get out their way so that's what I wanted to talk about but anyway don't be sad and shit fix it my name is Shan this is she gets it uh don't forget to check out um the new merch I dropped some new merch on the she gets it shop the link is in the bio on ig and twitter at she gets it pod. If you want to email me, it's she gets it pod at gmail.com. I'm good. Stay cute. Stay fresh. Um, keep your mask on. I do have a new mask. Um, I ain't even gonna talk about anything else. I'm good. So yeah, I'm out. Bye.